Thanks, Tracy. might seem like a bit of a strange passage, um, but it was something that God had been talking to me about anyway, um, and I just thought it would be right to share it with you. Um, and one of the first things, sorry, get my notes out. The first things that I noticed when I read this passage um, I'm going to have to take this off. Sorry, I'm just going to do standing still. Um, was that Moses walked away from the battle. The battle, say, is over there. And Moses goes and walks up the hill. And by doing so, he can't see the battle anymore. He might be able to hear it. But you can't see it. It's not where his focus is. And sometimes, I think for us, it's really important to turn the other way when we are feeling surrounded and things are on top of us to actually make that conscious decision. I'm not going to be looking at that. I'm going to turn away. And he walked up the hill, but he didn't walk up the hill alone. He took Aaron, his brother, and he took her. And that's also something that's so important, I think. So often, when we are struggling and when life is really difficult, we try and do it on our own. And we turn to God and we pray to God but we're not designed to cope on our own we're created in God's image and, and God is Father and Son and Spirit and they work in community and we're designed to work in community and so it, it was a really great reminder to me that actually Moses turned away and he went for a walk with his friends. And how often do we see Jesus doing that? Time and time again in the Gospels, he takes himself off with Peter, James, John, and they go somewhere quiet. And they focus on God, not on everything else, before they go back to the point. The other thing was Moses' staff, and he calls it the staff of the Lord. But actually, it was just his shepherd's crook, it was his walking stick, there wasn't anything special about it. When Moses first had his major encounter with God at the bush that was burning but not burning up, God says to him, what have you got in your hand? He already had it. It's what he was using day in, day out as a shepherd. And he says, it's just my staff. And God says, throw it down. And as he did, it turned into a snake. And God said, it's okay, pick it up. And he did, and it turns back into a staff again. 
Later on, God uses the staff again. And Moses parts the Red Sea, you know, and the people walk through on the dry land. Later on again, the people are complaining again, it's what they do best. They ought to be teenagers, really. Um, <laughs> and they're thirsty, and there's no water. And God says, okay, I hear. Go and hit that rock with your stick, and there'll be water. And sure enough, there is. So this staff is something that is very familiar to Moses. But it's also a reminder to him of actually how God has intervened in his life time and time again to help him. And I wonder what we have in our lives that do that for us. I'm trying to journal. I'm not doing it as often as I would like to. Um, and I've been very haphazard with journaling probably for the last 20 years. I had a good month or two and I'm like, no, to step down and all the things God's talking to me about. Um, and then I get really busy for a week or two and then I forget. But looking back on those pages when I have written stuff, it's so encouraging because I can follow a bit of my journey and how God has been with me through it. Um, and it might not be as impressive as a staff, um, but it's something that reminds me of who God is and that he is just so interested in me and my life. So they get to the top of the hill and Moses holds, holds it up. He's like, yes, God, you are with me. I am looking at you. I am not looking at the battle. I am looking at you. And while he's doing that, the battle goes well. And when we do that, and we can focus on God, the battle doesn't overwhelm us. It might still be going on. Things might still be really tricky. But we're not overwhelmed. But sometimes we get tired because the battle goes on too long and we just haven't got the strength anymore. And I was in that place a couple of weeks ago where I had been crying out to God saying, you have to change this situation, please. I cannot go on. And what we see with Moses is that his friends, they come and they stand next to him and they hold up his arms. They don't do it for him. They don't take the staff out of his hands. But they enable him to keep doing what he needs to do. They, they give their strength to him. And the other really important thing about that is that Moses lets them he lets them sit him down and hold his arms up. He doesn't turn around and say, no, just leave me alone. 
It's not your job, it's my job. He accepts their help. And like I say, when I was just at the end of it, I'd had enough. Life was too hard. Just a couple of weeks ago. And I had a chat with Graham, had a chat with a couple other people, and I knew that actually I had people standing at my side holding my hands up. And it was going to be all right. It was not going to be pleasant, but it was going to be all right. And I was going to still be able to focus my eyes on God. And it's really hard sometimes because I think... I don't know how we come to this conclusion that actually if you're a Christian, things should be all right and you should ask God and he should just fix things. I don't know how we get that into our heads because you read the Bible and it doesn't work like that. And you look at Jesus' life and it doesn't work like that. He's in Gethsemane, crying, sweating drops of blood. He is so distraught with his friends who can't even stay awake. And God doesn't take it away. But God allows him to continue and do what he needs to do. And so often it's the same with us. And I know sometimes I pray and I call out and I think, God, you haven't changed anything. Why aren't you listening? And actually, God is listening. God can't help but listen because he loves us. And situations might not change. But he can change our heart and he can change our reaction to them. And I have found this last week with people standing next to me, holding me up. Um, with my journaling and with just hanging on like Moses did to his staff, to those things that I know God has helped me through before. And God has just been there. And it's been okay, even though it's been dark. And I have found that actually, I'm all right. Things aren't great, but I'm okay. And I can see God and I can hear God because I've got those people around me. But you need to be vulnerable to do that. And we don't like being vulnerable because we're British. <laughs> we can cope. No, but we can't, can we? Um, and there's something really special in vulnerability. And I know that when I'm vulnerable, that's when I hear God the most. When, like Beth was saying earlier, it's hard to pray, to listen, to do anything. When we do it anyway, even when we're not feeling it, God honours that. I'm so pleased that God is above and beyond my emotions, my hormones, my circumstances, 
God is so much bigger than that. So they don't give up. He allows himself to be supported. And it was a challenge to me to think, not only have I got people around me who I'm willing to be vulnerable with, who I'm willing to let support me, people who I know will not just sit with me and make me a cup of tea and pass it through the window or whatever, chat with me on the phone, but people who will support me and point me to God. Because there's a big difference. I don't want to be chatting to people who are going to go, oh yeah, that's really bad, don't know how you cope. Because that's not going to get me anywhere. What I need is people standing next to me going, okay, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to be here if you need to chat. And let's see where God is in this situation. Let's see what God is doing. And actually God has changed a couple little things for me this last week that I couldn't have planned, couldn't have put in place, but they've just happened. Um, and so I can look back and say, yeah, God, you knew what I needed and you knew what would make a change. So remember Moses' staff and have a think about what might remind you and have a go at putting those things into practice. I'm going to keep looking in my journal. Um, I'm going to keep putting worship songs on my on my CD, on my phone. I'm going to keep listening to my Pray As You Go app while I'm walking the dog. I'm going to put those things in place because I know they connect me with God and they keep me focused. So we are going to listen to, completely off the bo- out the box here, um, Lean On Me, Bill Withers. And as we listen to it, Um, hopefully if we can get the technology working right there is a painting also for you to look at it's entitled Victory O Lord and it is a painting of Moses, Aaron and Hur on the top of the hill Um, it was done in 1871 um, by John Milius um, who was British Um, and apparently at the moment it's in the Manchester Museum Um, but it's a good Sometimes it's helpful to have something to look at, isn't it? To help us think, where are we? Are we in the battle? Are we walking up the hill? Are we at the top of the hill? Or are we at the top of the hill being helped? Or are we helping someone else who's at the top of the hill? And let's just think about how... We need support, but also how we can support other people. Thank you.
O soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Saviour, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Shall we pray? God, when the battle surrounds us and life seems too hard, we choose to step away and to look to you. We choose to admit our vulnerability and our need of help. We choose to remember your help in previous battles. We choose to focus on you and not our circumstances. When we see friends in need, we offer ourselves to you and to them. We will stand alongside them and help them to look at you, the God whose banner over us all is love. Amen. if everybody stayed um, for a church meeting. As I say, it won't take very long, I hope. I've got a few things to discuss, but not too much. So yeah, thank you for coming. Um, take, a, take a five minute break. <laughs>